0: Yeah. Uh, Edit again. Oh. Put it like this. Wouldn't have it
1: any other way. Yeah. Oh, squad lady, we really on the way? (laughs) We got a reason why your mind is growing, am I? Oh, yeah. Specializing
0: flexing on the haters, anything. Yeah, man. Wouldn't have it any other way. Got a hell of an episode for y'all today, man. Wouldn't have it any other way. Edit again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You already know. You're listening to Put It Like This podcast and put it like this. The future belongs to those who prepare for it today. Trust me, man. I'm your host, Wildcard Spades, and our guest today is an artist who has a single, Do Revolutionaries Go to Heaven, streaming right now. Uh, He's also done work helping and educating people in so many countries, man, around the world. And he's also the author of Afro Set Black Nationalist Party for Self-Defense. We have the good brother, Taye Uhuru. What's up, bro?
1: What's good, King? Thank you. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you for allowing me to come on your platform. Oh yeah,
0: man! It ain't, it ain't nothing, man. I like my whole the whole platform is about bringing knowledge, and you know what I mean, letting people uh see that we have a lot more to offer. You know, we talk about music and stuff a lot, but you know, it's 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 uh it's all of it is about knowledge too. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. But uh, oh, there. you know, man. But my my first question is, do revolutionaries go to heaven? I want to know.
1: Man, <laughs> they need to. They got to. They Straight better. up, man.
0: I yo, I like that record, though, man. I like that record. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Uh, how how long have you been doing music?
1: Um, I started writing raps probably when like middle school, seventh middle school. eighth grade. Okay, like middle school time. I dig it. I dig it. So so, what label are you under? What label are you? I mean, I'm just independent, man. I'm, you know, my own artist. I've been like that for a while, you know, but it's been working for me, you know, allowing me to um, freedom to maneuver and make the type of music that I want to make. I can perform and collaborate with different artists all over the world, you know, working my own pace and everything.
0: Straight up. Straight up. You ain't got nobody over your shoulder telling Mm. you to do this and act like this and look like that, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, I mean, besides, you know, doing music, uh, you've done some other good work, like, like teaching and, and, and learning and helping people in like in so many different places, bro. Like, tell, tell me more or tell us more about that.
1: Um, like you said, I do a lot of different things. Um, right now I'm just trying to work on providing more information about Africa and African history, global black history. So, you know, I have online courses where I educate people on uh, the black influences, the great black people in different, you know, countries around the world. Hmm. You know, I, I've tutored, I've mentored, you know, I've done things like that, volunteering in orphanages, um, working with kids with math and foreign language.
0: Hmm. And, you know. Hmm. Yeah, man,
1: that's what's up. Like like
0: where, though? What what parts, what areas did you uh, end up going in?
1: Um, In 2014, I lived in the Dominican Republic. I was studying abroad out there. Um, I was attending the University of Ibro Americana. And, you know, on my okay. free time, on okay. my off time, I would volunteer at the orphanage. You know what I'm saying? I would uh, bring my laptop up there, spend time with the kids,
0: mm.
1: educate them. We would do arts and crafts. I would help paint the orphanages. We would donate money, toys, clothes, food, mm. you know, things like that um i've been working with a a school in west africa cape birdie for the last two years donating money and school supplies That's um insane. i was supposed to help them build a recording studio it, well actually it's a recreation center it's in the same area so it. i was supposed to help them build like a makeshift recording studio but covid happened so i'm supposed to go back out there in april so you know it may be possible to do that as well damn well they cut covid
0: Messed up a lot of stuff, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn, man. That's crazy, man. Hey, but I mean, what what can we do about it? Like...
1: I mean, what, you like... can still maneuver through it. I've been doing like Zooms and stuff, doing different interviews. Like, two weeks ago, it was a class. It was a um, like a college class in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the school, mm-hmm. but they invited me to speak and tell them about my experiences in Africa. Then, like, at the beginning of march i was speaking um at a high school you know what i'm saying so i'm, I'm still able to yeah. kind of reach people but it's more you know with the camera
0: yeah it's uh what they call it uh uh remotely yeah, <laughs> you can't really yeah. you can't really be there to shake hands and you know what i mean and actually mm-hmm. converse with the people face to face which i feel like I feel like that's a little bit better to me, like when you get able to, to look somebody in the eyes and mm-hmm. actually, you know, what I mean, feel their energy, see what's going on, how they feeling. You know, what I mean, it's it's a little bit definitely. better to
1: me. It's definitely more a personal
0: a experience. Yeah, it's more of a personal experience. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, could, I like it. I like doing this now because it is more convenient, especially like for for trying to do show and stuff like that, because I'm in Atlanta. I, I mean, I can. I, I, you know, I interview and talk to people from a lot of different areas, but right. you know, I mean, that's that's the cool part. But I mean, as far as if if there's an opportunity, I'll be honest with you. I'm in Atlanta, and. They ain't acting like it's no COVID, right? <laughs> <Before I ran. laughs> like, right. it's wide open, bro. I ain't snitching. This That's just real talk. You look in the cameras and see. Like, it's so many mm-hmm. videos. But, I mean, you know, it did mess up a lot, though. It, COVID did mess up a lot of stuff. But, I mean, like you said, you can still operate. You know what I mean? So, so, so what was the areas that you said you ended up going? Like, what, what are the different countries that you ended up, you know what I mean, traveling to, bro?
1: Uh, I've been to about 70 countries, so I don't see oh, a hell. lot. Yeah, yeah, I was working with a school out in uh, the Philippines. I was donating money and clothes. I mean, uh, school supplies, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a couple different schools, like on different continents. But I've been to like 20 African countries. I've been to several Asian countries. I lived in Brazil. I lived mm. in South Africa, you know, so.
0: Mm. Okay. So keep it real. You, you went to all the places that had the, the sexy big booty women. That's what you did. And everything else is just your cover up. That's what it was, bro. That's what it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It, you know, the beauty, the women is beautiful for sure. I ain't going to lie. You know, what lie. Talking, but you can't. You know, I'm still spreading love, though. You know. Yeah, man. You got to You got to, man. I'm glad you did do
0: that, man. I'm glad you did the stuff that you did do. So, uh, I, I, no, serious question though man Uh, So how many illegitimate children you got out there Nah I'll play I'll
1: play <laughs> Nah I'll play knock right? on wood <laughs> <laughs> None that I know that
0: Yo you said knock on wood <laughs> <Right>.
1: That's
0: what's <laughs> up that's one of the realest answers I probably got on here so far bro <laughs> Keep it real man <laughs> Nah man so um, I mean for real for real Like did you learn like any languages while you were traveling
1: yeah definitely um right now i know a little spanish a little portuguese a little french you know what i'm saying but i'm okay i'm trying to get into learning more african languages hmm so um like have you even tried
0: it have you tried any african languages because i was just talking to a guy from um uh from zimbabwe uh shout out to jerome arab man uh he's he's an artist and he's from uh zimbabwe so uh i mean have you tried to learn any because i know it's kind of hard because it's more like like, it's a lot of different cadences when you're doing the african language is that harder or is it like how was it for you
1: no no it ain't hard um it's just a different script and like you say different pronunciations and different stuff african guys Thousands of languages, so, thousands of different tribes. So you know what I'm saying. You can learn it more, most definitely.
0: That's real. That's so real. Like <laughs> it's so many different places. Like, like you said, thousands of languages, bro. Like yeah. it's crazy how many tribes. So they got
1: so many different ethnic groups. So say like Ethiopia, mm-hmm. it's 80 different ethnic groups in one country. So Damn. if it's 80. In Ethiopia and it's 60 countries, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> just, just the live, you know what I'm yeah, saying? For
0: real. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. People don't realize how um well, I mean, people know how how much history Africa has, but they don't really realize how diverse it is, even though it's a whole bunch of you know, it's white people, black people, it's like it's a mixture of people, it's a lot of black people, though. And even though yeah, it's sure. probably mostly black people it's still a lot of diversity because
1: these different different tribes you got.
0: You know, I mean, it's it it ain't all everybody there, even though they're black. They're not all the same.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Africa is the most genetically diverse continent in the world. Africa got the most beautiful women, most beautiful animals, the most beautiful beaches, the most beautiful culture, food, music and landscapes. Africa got the diamonds, platinum gold. Yeah, Yeah. They got everything you know what i'm saying so we usually generalize it as one place but it's, it's very diverse it's diverse man it's it's a it's a
0: big place bro yeah, it's almost 60 place.
1: countries man.
0: yeah like hey man i i still want to go to africa though i still want to take a um i don't know if you, what they call that a pilgrimage or, or, or just a, just a, just just to go over there and get to see a lot of different stuff um
1: yeah, I do tours. I take groups over there. Um, I take, we, got, we got seven tours. We go to Ghana, Senegal, Cape Verde, South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Educational tours. We They be lit, though. That's
0: what's up. Shit. What, oh, what? Through your, wh- through where, though?
1: Uh,
0: You in through Cleveland? Me. You in <laughs> Cleveland,
1: though? Oh, well, no. Well, this is how we do it. So uh-huh. it depends on which country you want to visit. You can pick your own country you could pick multiple countries if you want to see more than one country mm-hmm. so we usually fly out of like an east coast city so okay. it depends on which country you pick so sometimes we fly to new york dc baltimore but you in atl so you might be able to fly straight out of atl to get there too yeah. so that's how usually how we do it because there's people coming from different cities some people be in kentucky some I'm in cleveland some I'm in atlanta but mm-hmm. we'll meet up and then fly out, fly then straight fly out back together yeah I'm thinking, like, how cheap would a flight be to fly
0: from? I, I've been looking up international flights because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get some stamps in my passport. Oh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was looking it up, and I'm like, you know, right now, I, it's like, damn the uh the flights look real good flying out of here right now, but mostly because of COVID. And I'm like, okay, well, when COVID lifts up, what those ticket prices going to be looking like?
1: Like, right, you, you, you know what I mean? Hmm.
0: Like, what, what is the average? Like, what's the average? I, don't, I mean, you don't have to put an exact number out there, but, like, what's the average? Say that you live in the city already, and um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They want you to take them on a, a tour. Like, what's the average? What does it look like?
1: Well, the tour, my tour packages, they are the same price. So, okay. for example, if you want to go to Ghana or Egypt or South Africa, whichever one you pick is going to be the same price. So okay. the tour package includes the flight, from that, from that city that we meet up in. So say we flying from New York. Mm-hmm. That's the destination city. So it includes a round trip flight back and forth to New York. It includes mm-hmm. breakfast, dinner, um, all the activities. So if we go to the Valley of the Kings, the Valley of the Queens, Hatshepsut's Temple, the Pyramids, um, the Temple of Luxor, Temple of Karnak, every single thing that we do is included. And then they come with flight insurance, travel insurance. You know oh, what damn. I'm saying? Damn. So the packages are the same. But just for example, if you wanted to go to Africa by yourself Mm -hmm. on your own, if you wanted to try to, you know, do your own trip, Mm -hmm. the the average ticket price is probably like at least a thousand dollars. Yeah, at least, you know, you can can catch sales, you know, you might be able to get it for 800 or 500. But in Mm -hmm. in general, it's going to be at least a thousand. Sometimes it'll be higher depending on where you're going, because, Mm -hmm. you know, the west side of Africa, Mm -hmm. you're going to like Ghana. Or Senegal it's not going to be the same price if you going to Madagascar or Seychelles or Comoros
0: mm. or you know what I'm saying anywhere on that on that uh on that west side of Africa
1: yeah yeah closer
0: yeah man and then and then you got to um kind of think about uh food you got think about stay you know what I mean oh, travel yeah, definitely. You, you, do you handle travel and all of that too? Or then they, mean? Do, do they have to handle like travel as far as, you know, getting from A to B and then getting to where the tour starts?
1: Well, everything starts from the destination city. So say you want to go to Ghana, mm-hmm. we'll all meet up in New York and then we'll fly to Ghana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, we got to get picked up from the airport, get to the hotel, get to the restaurants, right. get to the museums. All, yeah. all of that is included. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Damn,
0: that's what's up. But if man. you go by
1: yourself. You know, you got to pay. You got to pay each way. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So you coming up on a jug, you coming up on a deal, just going through you, just booking through you, man. Yeah, you could you could get off. You 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 may be able to do it cheaper if you do it by yourself. But a lot of people don't want to travel by themselves. you know, especially like to Africa. It's good to go with somebody that know the terrain, know people there can kind of make it a more smoother experience. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: that not even just Africa anywhere if you traveling anywhere mm-hmm. in the, you could be going in the country because I tell you right now I got family in California but if I didn't have family in California I wouldn't be going to California by myself like that because you' don't, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's that's the same thing with Jamaica with you know anywhere else Puerto Rico wherever you want to go at um I mean, you want somebody that is I, I wouldn't even say a, a, you want locals. You want somebody that's either from there or lives there that
1: knows people because mm-hmm. a lot
0: of shit can happen, bro. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. ain't Definitely nobody.
1: right. Even in the States, you go to New York or L.A., you'll be lost.
0: <laughs> you go to New York by yourself, you got problems. I'm telling you, you, be, you better stay right in Times Square area. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to say like it's, it's such a bad area, but it's, you can get like people can and do anything as far as uh, hustle you out your money and say, OK, I'll do this. I'll do this for you. And you don't get your money back. You know what I mean? It's nothing you could do with so many people. I mean, what, do you, what, what can you do about it? So yeah. it's better to go there either with the guy or with, you know, what I mean, some a, a friend or somebody that's from there or knows the area.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So if y'all going to Africa, man, y'all, y'all make sure y'all hit up my homie right here, man. He gonna make sure y'all straight. Uh, and, and I probably have some um, you got links and stuff I can put up, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I got a lot of content of the tours and the different places that we go on my YouTube page. OK,
0: OK, so th- that's what's up. So I'm gonna have a link in the uh description for everybody all y'all that's actually watching this on youtube man so um i heard uh you learned some fighting techniques while you were were on the road i got a question though Mm -hmm. can you whoop my ass
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean no i ain't like no ufc fighter or nothing like that i don't want to get it twisted I nah, just man. like martial arts, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just, I just, uh, I took a couple classes, different <laughs> things like kaji kimbo, Capoeira, boxing, a little boxing, uh, little, you know, a little different, you know, just in case, you know, somebody run up on me, I can leave get them up <laughs> off of me. But I ain't no, you know, I ain't yeah. no martial artist in that
0: So so, how hard was it to learn Capoeira
1: and like like how far did you get with it? Um. I did it for a couple months. Um, it was real interesting. I was excited about learning it. Um, tips, I know bro. doing mark, yeah, doing martial arts in Brazil is a little bit rougher. You know they're a little less concerned with safety, so you might be <laughs> doing martial arts on concrete. You know they might not have the best equipment, but they skilled. You know they're a little yeah. bit rougher than us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and you 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 can watch the UFC and you will see how they move. You know them, them Brazilian up. fighters. They be pretty good. Straight up, shit. I
0: mean that's kind of that kind of remind me of um like a uh, Creed Creed two or uh, Creed two where he had to go and you know before he was boxing in the gym, you know what I mean they had everything all mm-hmm. the gear and then the beat that Russian dude he had to go out to the the, the <laughs> to the hell mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. and start mm-hmm. training with the with the beast so like mm-hmm. it, I believe that kind of that kind of Builds a little bit more for you when you when you go out and you eat. when you don't have the best of circumstances training. That's why you see the most the, the best and most skilled and the hard most hardcore fighters are from Brazil when it comes mm-hmm. to that. When it comes to grappling and stuff like that, man, it, psh, no contest Yeah. So
1: like you know? when I was doing martial arts and like America, they had mats and a lot of pads and shit, but Brazil, right? It's like on concrete, bro.
0: Skinning up your your, your uh <laughs> skinning up your toes and your and your elbow, your knuckles and shit. Damn, bro. That's hardcore though. That's hardcore that you even did that for that long, though. You know what I'm saying? Coming from the states.
1: Right. Just, you know something different though.
0: Yeah, word up. That's what's up, man. So I mean, uh, I mean, you went to some exotic places, man. Did, did you have any encounters with any kind of Big ass bugs,
1: or lions, or big ass snakes, or anything like that, you know. Um, no, not no, no horror stories. I mean, you see roaches and you know uh, <laughs> lizards, like a little bunch of lizards and monkeys and stuff, little oh, annoying, right. pesky type, you know, bugs and animals. But I ain't never seen like no wild lions or nothing. Just roaming through the streets you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that you got to go to the safaris or the national parks you okay. know it's more is just control certain areas right so you ain't never have you you know you ain't never
0: worry about trying to go to no safari and i know you from the states it's like shit I ain't going out there with that motherfucking lion and they free and <laughs> right, there's nothing right. or oh, is it just a, a wide open truck we riding in nah i'm good <laughs>
1: <laughs> right right, right. You got you to be black attack
0: or something. Oh, man, you got to be black from the States, bro. I know you ain't having that, bro. I'm telling you, I, it ain't trust me, y'all. It is not a stereotype. We don't play that shit at all.
1: <laughs> right. right.
0: <laughs> trust me when I tell you, man. So um, so I, I want to talk about um, Afro set. And no, it's not a hairstyle, people. It's the Afro-set Black National Nationalist Party who um, a, a lot of people don't really know about. Right? Uh, can you kind of fill in the listeners, you know what I mean, and let them know who they were and, and why they were so important?
1: Yeah, definitely. So Afro um, in the 1960s was used um, to represent like African, Africa. So that's right. what it means. Not like the hairstyle. Right. And then set. You know, people are like, what set you from? Yeah, that's like so. they set. So the the, Af- the African set. You're yeah. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so because around that time, that's when, the, that's when the gangs and stuff was starting, like in Cali and Chicago and stuff in the 60s. That's, but they was for positive things. Right. You know, but a lot of people don't know that. So the mm-hmm. Afro set, there was um, a black power organization that was founded in the city of Cleveland. And my uncle, my mom's brother, was one of the co-founders. Oh, so- that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So the group was um at the forefront of introducing African culture, African history, African language, African dancing, African music, African drumming to the city of Cleveland. You know, right. they had classes to teach different things, self-defense. Uh they learned how to use the rifles. They learned how to use machetes. They learned how to, you know, do hand-to-hand combat and stuff like that. Right. Um they had a shop. They opened up different shops and they would sell uh, dashikis and pottery and necklaces and earrings and beads and African style, you know, uh, jewelry and accessories and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a theater. They built a theater. Um, they would do poetry readings, fashion shows, musical performances. You know, they had social programs. Uh, they had free lunch programs, breakfast programs. Um, they just did a lot of positive things. Like when, when pimps came into the community, they would run them out. When mm. drug dealers came into the community, they would run them out. When police would harass people, they would confront them. So it's a very exciting book. It's a lot of uh riots, uprisings, rebellions, shootouts, you know, a lot of different things going on. Yeah, man.
0: Damn. I'm telling tell you, y'all better know y'all need to get to know you all history, man. So I mean, um yeah. like like what made you write the book? Like did 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 you come from like that type of background or did you just decide one day to, to help and, and uplift and, and, you know what I mean, bring more awareness to the people?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's definitely something that runs in my family. So my family came up to Cleveland in the 1920s, like most black families. They mm-hmm. came to the north, you know what I'm saying, uh, during the Great Migration. You know, so my great grandfather, he joined the UNIA in Cleveland um, and this was in the 1920s. And my, my, my grandmother would tell me different things about him. You know, he felt like we were Africans and we should move back to Africa. And, you know, they represented. They had marches and parades with the red, black and green flag and different things like that. So that Marcus was almost Garvey 100 type. years ago. Yeah, no, they was down with Garvey. Yeah, he was yeah. in Garvey's organization. Word. And then 50 years ago, that's when my uncle, you know, gave it new life. He created his own organization. So they were still red, black and green, mm-hmm. but it was just a, a more... Militant version like all those groups, like the Panthers, the Afro set, Black Liberation Army, the US Organization, Republic of New Africa, Mm -hmm. all of these groups began to emerge. Uh, after Malcolm X got killed, so after 1965, Mm -hmm. that's when these groups emerged. Mm.
0: Yeah, man, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Like, so you, yo, so you really were kind of bred into this, like, uh, you know, I mean, you were brought up around all of this.
1: Well, I my uncle passed away. I never got to meet him. So okay. I wasn't like necessarily like, you know, how Tupac actually went to the meetings and well, got yeah. to participate a little. <laughs> I mean, as a kid, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my grandmother, she got to see a little bit of it firsthand. So I didn't get to really see it. But the stories. And the information was passed down. So my grandmother, like I said, told me stuff. Then my aunts and uncles told me stuff, and my mom told me stuff. She gave me my first Black History book. So I always admired African people, Black people. You know what I'm saying? African history, Black history. So you know.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's definitely what's up. We need to uh, hand all that stuff down, bro. Like you hit that right on that's the head it. too. Because I was thinking about that, but you said it. Because I'm like the way you explain it, I, I see pop going through my head because, he, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, he actually went to the meetings with his mom and got to actually meet like people that were detrimental to the black movement in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, so I know it, 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 if you grow up into especially in that era, like, uh you know, he's older than us, of course. Like, so that, right. it, it was yeah. a, it was definitely stronger. Then in that area, era, but you know, what I mean, now it's starting to pick back up. But it's more, uh, to me, it's more like a fad. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot mm-hmm. of people are not doing it for the reasons like what you're doing it for, or, or, or you know, what I mean, any somebody else that's in that position would would do it for. It's more like a fad, like you know what I mean, man bun type shit. That's true. You know what I mean? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not as, um, as passionate well i can't say it's not passionate either it's still i mean people are still passionate but it's not the same it don't it's not it don't hit the same as it did back then when they did it when they started it like when it was just the ball was just starting to roll you feel me mm-hmm. it's a big difference yeah. it's a real big difference Definitely. Man. yeah man so um so i mean um, uh, normally this part of the show um we let, you know, we let our guests plug whatever they want to plug, man. So is there anything you want to plug, bro? You know, anything that you, uh, you know, anything you want to plug. There's no censorship ain't no limits. <laughs> they plug everything. Yeah, right, right.
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> Not really, man. Like I say, if anybody uh, need any information about Africa, if they're interested in traveling, if they want to see some content, videos about Africa, if they're interested in my music, if they're interested in my book, I'm on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, I'm under Camp Cleveland, C-A-M-P Cleveland. And also I got a website, campcleveland.com org and you know I bring a lot of stuff back from Africa afrocentric jewelry necklaces black soap uh shea butter black seed oil and I bring stuff from different countries too from the caribbean south america asia you know different products and stuff
0: that's what's up that's what's up so man y'all you know make sure y'all be looking out for my homie man but uh uh man I got to say thank you thank you again bro for uh, taking time out of your day and, you know, giving giving us knowledge, man. And, um, you know, you're welcome anytime on this show. Anytime you get ready, you got anything else you want to plug, you can come. They hit me up like, yo, I'm ready to get on. You can get on, man. And, and we probably have an episode where all of us on here, you know, I mean, my co-host and okay, everybody. Okay. My co-host Fitz Grizzly ain't, ain't with us. You know, I mean, his his grandma passed. So uh, no, I'm sorry <clears> to hear that. Yeah, man. So he's mm-hmm. not, he not with us today, but he'll be back. And you know what I mean? But anyway, you already know. You've been listening to Put It Like This podcast available on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other popular streaming platforms with your host, Wildcard space. And I have to give another big up to the good brother, Taye Uhuru for joining us and spreading some knowledge with us man thank you so much bro hey and y'all don't be scared to comment or hit that like and subscribe button you know what i'm saying let me know how i'm doing but you know until next time till next time y'all already know what it is all right peace yeah Put it like
1: this. would any other way. No. squad lady, we really on the way. We the reason why your mind, is going yeah, Specializing flexing, nobody anything. And I wouldn't it listening. any other way. episode. Have, have it other on any other
0: way. More any episodes. other way. Stay tuned.